you're looking at sitting there through an hour interview just to figure out what the episode was about because you haven't recorded it in a month or two. So take that time right after while it's still fresh in your brain, you're excited that energy translates into the audio, you're excited about the conversation, you're gonna tell them all the things that happen, that's what we want. So record that part right after you've done the interview or during one sitting. You'll wanna just do it in the same type of space and container. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Do you need a workflow for your podcast? I'm going to say a big yes to that. So many people wing their podcast. They just kind of run into it like screaming and yelling, and this is what I'm going to do, and it's going to be great. But if you want your podcast to bring in leads, you want to engage with your audience, you want to draw them in, have them buy your stuff, then you have to go at it with a plan. We've been talking a lot lately about making sure that you are planning for your episodes and you're creating good content and ways to get good content and all of these things. But I want to take a very aerial view of the podcast workflow and the podcast process. It feels like everyone and their mother is creating a new podcast lately. But if you're in the process of starting your podcast or you're newer to running your podcast, or maybe you're a seasoned podcaster, but you've kind of pod faded or you've been taking a break and you're ready to get back into the podcasting space, then this is going to be an episode that will help you create a plan and really go into your podcast strategically. Now, my background is in inventory analysis and management and manufacturing and supply chain. That's what I did in my corporate jobs. I have a brain that works very well when there's a process or a workflow. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you probably know that I'm an Enneagram One. I'm an INFJ. I like my processes. I like my strategy. I like knowing where things are going, when they're being done, and uh, very type A. So I love a good podcast workflow, which is why I have created one for you. It is a workflow checklist. You can use this to help you figure out where you might be missing things in your podcast workflow. So I'm going to go through each of these sections of your workflow, but I want you to really listen. If you have to take out a notebook and re-listen later, I try to keep these episodes under 30 minutes. Don't feel like you have to take notes as I'm saying this or really get into like, I need to know all the things that she says. Don't feel like that. Listen through. Mentally check off the things that you're doing. And then I would really love for you to go back and listen 
after you've printed off the workflow checklist, and then as you're going through an, your own podcast process, see how they match against each other, especially if you're listening to this while you're driving or while you're doing dishes or in the shower, whatever. I want you to make sure that you can implement this. And we talk about this workflow very heavily in the Listeners to Leads group program. If you want to know more about that, it is a six-week group program to help you plan out six months of podcast content, marketing, and monetization. If you go to the show notes, you'll see when doors are open again. I'd love to have you there. But for now, I want you to have this free resource that will help you in your podcast workflow. So on to the podcast weekly workflow. And there are going to be seven phases to this workflow. So the first phase is you're planning and creating the content. This is one of the most important phases in the workflow. And I think it's one where half of it gets missed. You get people who are so excited to have a podcast and they're like, yes, we're going to just get on the microphone and start talking. But if you don't have a plan in place, then you're not going to be able to strategically draw your audience in to then purchase from you or to connect with you on a deeper level. It ends up being that your content is more disjointed. Think more like Instagram stories. If you have an unplanned Instagram story strategy, which is what I do, because I'm just like, this is me, this is how I show up, this is how I like to show up in my stories, then if you take that approach with your podcast, your listeners are not going to get the full picture of what it is that you're trying to communicate and how you want to kind of guide them on that path toward whatever it is that you're trying to instruct them so that they can then take that next step with you and buy your stuff. And I understand that some of you might be listening to this podcast. You're thinking, Alicia, I don't want to monetize my podcast right now. I just want to create free content for my audience and I want to grow my audience. Or that's my goal. My goal is to grow my email list. Well, then you have to still take them from listeners into subscribers. These strategies, when I talk about listeners to leads and I talk about making money, you can fill in your goal with that. So just keep that in mind as we go. If I say like you want them to buy your stuff, then just fill that in with what your goal is for your show. All right, so step one in phase one is to plan out your podcast content in a way that works best for you. In the last episode, we talked with Lisa Zarotny, one of my all-time favorite human beings. Don't tell anyone I said that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) We talked with her about how to plan out an interview podcast. So hers is primarily an interview show, and she is booked out months in advance because she is so strategic on planning how she wants her podcast to show up, how she wants to show up for her audience, as well as maximizing her time and allowing her audience to get the best value during that time when she's interviewing someone. Now, you might have a solo show. So for you, I would recommend batch recording on days when you feel great, especially because when you end up going week to week, you could have a week where a kid gets sick and you don't have a quiet space, or you could have a cold, or you could get sick, or something happens, life, it happens, 
And we want to make sure that you are making the most of your podcast content for your audience. Step two is to schedule time on your calendar with your guests or yourself to record the episode. This is going to keep you consistent. It's also going to help you block out that time so you can let other people know who need to know that they need to be out of your space. (laughs) You need quiet during that time. Step three is to record the content and your setup. This is the part of the episode where you introduce the guest or you kind of tease into what the episode's gonna be about. You prepare your audience. I recommend that you record all of this as you're recording your interview. So right after your interview, then set up your microphone, set that time aside so that you can then record that setup where you talk about your guest, you talk about your favorite part of the conversation. The reason I say after the conversation is that sometimes you might have a conversation where you kind of want it to go one way and then in the moment, the flow just changes. And so I don't want you to have to do the work twice. I also don't want you to have to go back and re-listen to the episode, especially if it's a longer episode, you're looking at sitting there through an hour interview just to figure out what the episode was about because you haven't recorded it in a month or two. So take that time right after, while it's still fresh in your brain, you're excited that energy translates into the audio, you're excited about the conversation, you're gonna tell them all the things that happen, that's what we want. So record that part right after you've done the interview or during one sitting. You'll wanna just do it in the same type of space and container. Step four is to upload your audio and all of that good stuff to your Google Drive or your Dropbox, wherever it is that you are housing that information on a cloud. This is going to help you be able to keep your stuff. So if anything happens to your computer, you at least can go back and get this information later. Phase two, you're looking at editing your show. Now, this is the number one thing that most podcasters outsource. If you check out our website, we only really talk about our full service, but we do have editing only packages. So if you're like, Alicia, I need to work with you, but I don't need all the things, hop on a call with me. I'm more than happy to chat through what that might look like for you. And then we can discuss how best we can work together or if we can work together and if it makes sense for the two of us. For this phase, if you're going to do it yourself, then here's what you're gonna wanna do. You're going to upload the audio to your editing program, edit the episode for anything that you wanna take out. Usually this includes ums, errs, false starts, weird mouth clicky noises or smacking, things that are going to take away from your content and from the conversation. Then you're going to pull your audio together, integrate that teaser, your intro, your episode setup, and your ad if needed, and your outro. If you use Buzzsprout, go back and check out our dynamic content episode. I love them. They are my favorite podcast host, but they have it where you you can have that ad and that outro right there in your dynamic content. So you don't have to worry about putting that in during the editing process. Then you're going to export your audio as an MP3. There are a few different ways that you can do this, but I like to use Auphonic. 
We're actually going to be moving away from that as we are increasing the quality of our podcasts that we're editing. But I think it's great for people who are just starting out. Check out Alphonic. It'll help to make all of those voices the same. That way, if you have a really quiet guest or say you get excited and you start talking really loud, we don't need that to burst anyone's eardrums or annoy them. So let's not do that. This will keep all that audio the same. And then you're going to upload that MP3 to the cloud. Phase three is writing all the copy for the show. So this is going to look like your title, making sure to keep SEO in mind so that you can show up on Google searches, write out your show notes, pull the social copy from the show notes. You can grab quotes from your transcript. Those are you're going to use for your social graphics. And then I recommend using a template for your show notes. This is going to make it easier to write those as you're editing. And then you're going to transcribe your show, making sure that the content is accessible for those who are hard of hearing or may want to read along as they're listening. Then you can take your transcript or your show notes, whichever you want to use, and then turn that into a readable blog post for your audience. And then make sure you are uploading all of that copy to the cloud. Phase four is to create graphics. Now we use Canva Pro to create all of our graphics. Remember that if you're only active on a few platforms, don't create graphics for all of them. Side note, if your podcast has anything to do with your business, don't create a new podcast user or account for the platform. Use your business account. We want to not have to reinvent the wheel or grow from scratch. If it's relevant, then put it on your regular business page that you've already created, that you're already using to grow your audience. Now, if your podcast has nothing to do with what you are talking about in your business, for me, my hobby podcast was all about cults. I'm not going to put that on my podcast management page or on my business page because it's separate than me. The audiences are different. There might be some overlap, but it's going to be so minimal that it's not even worth promoting it on my business page. And it's not worth promoting my business stuff onto the cult page because those people there for cults. Keep that in mind. I see a lot of people do this and I don't think it's necessary at that point, especially as a solopreneur or as someone who has a small team and doesn't really have a lot of resources I don't recommend giving yourself more work that way. Don't bother, don't do it. Next, you're going to create an audiogram graphic. This is going to be great for sharing on social. I usually do one square or one story. So depending on where I want this to go in my feed or how I want it to show up, then that's what I use. And then uploading all of those graphics to the cloud. This is gonna be especially great putting everything on the cloud, if you have a team. So if you have people who are helping you out and supporting you, then it's great to be able to give them quick, easy access to these different things that they're going to need to promote the show. All right, phase five, upload all content to your podcast host. We recommend Buzzsprout, absolutely love them. They are our preferred podcast host. You can check them out. We'll have a link in the show notes for you to check them out and get a promo code 
where they will send you an Amazon gift card after three months with them. Steps for uploading your episode to your podcast host is to pull that audio, the show notes, maybe some SEO tags, and then schedule that episode for the date and time that you want it to go live. Obviously, there are a few other things that you can put in there, but these are just like the basics. Phase six is uploading to your website. If you do not have a website or you do not have time to consistently upload to your website, then nix this whole thing, like this whole phase. Don't worry about it. Most podcast hosts will provide you with a website that is specific for your podcast so you don't have to worry about sending them somewhere where they're going to bounce off or anything like that. That's actually one of the reasons why I don't like Anchor as a podcast host because their free version, I mean, most free versions of podcast hosts are going to have where they promote their stuff, which is why I don't like them. Like, don't do that. Have a paid host. But for your website, if you have one and you're uploading or you have a team member uploading to it, then this is great. It's great for SEO ranking. Google actually is matching it with your podcast host so it can see that those two are the same. Create a new post, add your show notes or a blog post, some quotes. Maybe you've got a link to the transcript. I always tell people to make sure that they insert that embed code so that people can listen and stay on their website. Check for SEO title, URL, long tail keywords, etc. And then schedule for the same date and time that your episode is going to be live. Phase seven. Woo, we are at the end. This is marketing and promoting your show. Love it. This is one of my favorite parts because this is where the growth happens. This is where you can really see your podcast grow. Yes, you need to be strategic with all of the things that go into the podcast before this, but this is how you're going to draw in a new audience, draw in new listeners, and then you snag them with the content. So schedule those graphics and copy to your social media platforms. I definitely recommend scheduling things. Typically when we put it on our to-do list, or it's like, hey, I need to do that thing, and it's in our mental to-do list, things are going to get missed. And I don't want you to miss out on potential listeners, potential buyers, people that are going to be drawn into your universe of awesomeness because of your podcast. I want to make sure that you are maximizing this as best you can, right? Schedule all of that stuff, and then schedule your pins to Pinterest, I think Pinterest is such an untapped podcast promoting platform. Like, yes, it's a search engine. We know that. We get it. But I think that podcasts can do so well there and they don't even try. We're going to have someone on. I want to get someone on to talk Pinterest and I have somebody in mind, but I don't know that she's a podcaster. So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) If you know someone who is a podcaster and talks Pinterest, send them my way. I would love to have them on if I can't get my friend on. After the episode goes live, you can also do an Instagram or Facebook story or an IGTV talking about your new episode or a reel. There are so many ways to then, once your episode's live and you've got those things scheduled, 
then you have more space to be excited, to talk candidly about your new episode without feeling like, oh, I have to create this graphic, I have to create this post, I gotta schedule it, and I have to go live. That feels like a lot more, especially if you're not in the frame of mind to work on your podcast. I love that strategy. I think it's so underutilized between Pinterest and going live. Yes, let's do more of those. And you are done. That is all that you need to get a weekly show out into the world, promoted, working, all that fun stuff. So I'm going to go through those one more time. Phase one, plan and create the content. Phase two, edit your show. Phase three, write all the copy for your show. Phase four, create those graphics and your audiogram included in that. Phase five, upload all the content to your podcast host. Phase six, which is optional depending on what your strategy is, upload the show to your website. And then rounding it out with phase seven, which is marketing and promoting your show. This is just for one episode. (laughs) So this is why we get a lot of people who come to us after they either have been thinking about launching a show and they're like, I have no idea where to start. And so they want our help to launch it or they have a hundred episodes under their belt and they are ready to release it. They just want to show up do their awesomeness, and then move on with their day. If this is you and you're like, Alicia, I need help, I need support, I need you in my life, hello. (laughs) Thank you for listening and thank you for being here, first of all. And second of all, you can always book a call. Even if we're not a good fit, that's okay. I absolutely love connecting with podcasters and getting to know you, getting to know what you're doing. And I'm always cheering people on whether they work with us or not. But if you're definitely looking for support, book a call. Let's chat and see if we can help you out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.galati. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.